Podcasting from Oregon in the beautiful Pacific Northwest, welcome to Eye on Global Politics. Sit back, relax, and get ready to explore some of today's most pressing international issues. Now, here is your host, international relations scholar, author, and founder of the International Law Education Group, Dr. Paul F.J. Aranyas. My reaction to the war in Ukraine depends on the level of analysis. On a personal level, as a Catholic conscientious objector, I condemn all war. I would never participate. All war is tragic without exception. On the level of a secular national security analysis, as it relates to both its homeland and the protection of residents of the Donbass, Russia has legitimate reasons for intervening in Ukraine certainly more legitimate than the reasons of every single post-World War II intervention the United States has undertaken. Thousands have been killed in the Donbass by the Ukrainian army over the past eight years, and hardly a soul in the West has cared. Why? Because the media ignored it. They did so because the people of Donbass are close to Russia. Therefore, their plight was disregarded. Hypocrisy. The people of the Donbass originally protested peacefully for a federal Ukraine, so they could speak their own language and avoid discrimination. However, Kyiv sent in the Ukrainian army to put down the protests, calling the protesters terrorists and separatists. But the first units that arrived refused to fire on the civilians, who were fellow Ukrainians, and a number of soldiers put down their arms. Then Kyiv sent in the state-funded neo-Nazi battalions that are a part of the Ukrainian armed forces. The people of Donbass have been terrorized for eight years by the regime in Kyiv. In addition, the US, EU, and NATO took an uncommon interest in the initial and continuing conflict in Ukraine, supporting it with arms and training. This interference was due to Western corporate economic interests and Ukraine's proximity to Russia. Ionglobalpolitics.com has provided a collection of resources to familiarize yourself with how this war began eight years ago and the Nazism that plagues Ukrainian society today. This Ukraine war has shown a spotlight on the hypocrisy of the West. When people of color get massacred with Western weapons, directly or indirectly, in the hundreds of thousands or millions, the people of the West hardly bat an eye. But now they count every single Ukrainian civilian that dies. It is tragic when anyone dies in conflict, but this double standard reeks of hypocrisy and mendacity. Take a look at the history of the CIA. In Latin America, CIA-sponsored death squads responsible for the most heinous crimes imaginable. So gruesome that I will spare you the details. The US tortured people in Guantanamo Bay, leaving them for years and years without charge or trial. There are still 
38 or 39 in that illegal prison. The U.S. has overthrown numerous democratically elected governments. It overthrew Allende in Chile and installed Pinochet. The U.S. has long supported brutal dictators to boost U.S. business interests. Europe is its junior partner in crime. NATO illegally attacked Libya. Resolution 1973 was for no-fly zones, not seven months of bombing population centers, sending that country into long-term chaos and violence. The French irradiated practically the entire population of Tahiti with nuclear testing. The British went halfway around the world to reinvade the Falklands. The US, France, and the UK sell weapons to Saudi Arabia, which massacres the people of Yemen. The US, France, and UK have been quiet since MBS, the Saudi prince, ordered the murder of a journalist in a consulate while he waited for a marriage license. And they continue to sell weapons to Saudi Arabia. The Palestinians live in an open-air prison, and every now and then they are slaughtered wholesale with American weaponry. The U.S. killed three to four million people in Vietnam, a million plus in Iraq, and dropped two atomic bombs on civilians in Japan. Yet the high and mighty U.S. criticizes Russia for intervening in a Nazi plate country that has persecuted the ethnic Russians in Donbass for eight plus years. If one knows history, the gross hypocrisy is evident. This is not about the Ukrainians. They are a Western prop used to harm Russia because the US and Europe want to maintain world hegemony, both militarily and economically. A link to a documentary is part of the collection featured on ionglobalpolitics.com. This documentary was produced by a team of German journalists that were on the ground in the early years of this war. The US and the EU instigated and backed a coup in Ukraine in 2014, then propped up successive puppet regimes, fueled an eight-year war against Russian speakers in the Donbass and supported neo-Nazi Ukrainian battalions. Russia didn't start this war. The West did. Instead of instigating and backing a coup, imagine if the US and the EU had minded their own business in 2014. Likely the eight-year war in the Donbass and the war we see now would have been avoided. Will the West ever learn to check its greed and exploitation of other countries? The American and European establishment, including media, politicians, and corporate elite, appear to value white life over Latinos, Asians, Arabs, Black, and indigenous peoples. In addition, many scholars are too intimidated to stand up for anything that goes against the prevailing governmental mantra, fearing they will lose their status or even their jobs. Ultimately, 
I believe that much of the developing world will unite with Russia. And it will not be isolated because the world remembers all the crimes that Europeans and Americans have inflicted upon them, soaking their lands with blood and robbing them of their resources and dignity. As soon as there is an alternative to the West, many countries are going to jump ship. And I do believe these sanctions will backfire. Why? because they have been done out of desperation. The West knows that China is the new economic and military superpower. India is growing at a rapid pace and India will stay friendly with Russia. Many African, Latin American and Arab countries will also maintain their good relations. The West is not the world. And finally, when there are so many poor people in the U.S., why is our government sending billions in weapons to Ukraine? The Russians are just going to end up owning them when they prevail. And by the way, who's monitoring the billions of dollars the EU and U.S. are sending to Ukraine? A corrupt and chaotic government. You've been listening to Eye on Global Politics with Dr. Paul F.J. Aranyas. If you enjoyed this podcast, we hope you will share our International Law Education Group web address, ileducationgroup.org, with your family, friends, and colleagues. Don't forget to check out ionglobalpolitics.com for future articles and podcasts, and to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We look forward to welcoming you to another episode of Eye on Global Politics.